It sounds like something out of a spy novel. A private jet crashing just after takeoff from Moscow. Yevgeny Prigozhin, the man responsible for leading a brief mutiny against Vladimir Putin, is believed to be among the dead. Following the crash that ended the lives of several top members of the Wagner military group, many were asking questions. It was just two months to the day that a mutiny was led by this group. Was this private jet meddled with? Did Russian President Vladimir Putin order an assassination? We might never know, and the Russian government will never say. Putin commenting on this ordeal, expressing condolences to the families of those affected in the crash. But the suspicion remains, and the anger grows. Will justice ever come for those who practice evil? Earthly justice may come one day. But as believers, we know for sure that heavenly justice will arrive when Christ returns. Righteousness will win out the day. Welcome to Haven Today here on Friday. I'm Charles Morris, where we get to share together every day the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this episode, we're wrapping up a series this week called Christians You Should Know. Over the past week, we've talked to followers of Jesus who have faithfully served their Lord in a variety of ways. I hope that hearing from these men and women has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and caused you to think about how you might be a blessing to others. Well, today we'll be hearing again from a woman who has served her Lord with joy through illness and pain. Because I was hungry for healing, but pursuing healing more than I was pursuing my healer and submitting to him in these things taught me that an unhealthy fixation with my broken body was only breaking me further. And I knew that Jesus gives abundant life, but I wasn't living it. You just heard from Andrea Herzer. She's a writer. She's a speaker from Texas. She'll be joining us again in a few moments to share about how she has been filled with the joy of the Lord, even as she struggles with decades of pain and illness. If you or a loved one of yours is dealing with long-standing sickness, stick with us so that Andrea can encourage you with the hope of the gospel. After the program, I want to send you a resource with wonderful hymns called Then Sings My Soul. Robert Morgan shares the backstories of 150 hymns and he includes the sheet music and lyrics so you can sing along. This book would make for a great devotional. You can read about the story behind the song, then you can sing with all your heart. After the program, you can visit our website to see the book for yourself. See how the music is on the left side, the story on the right side, and make your gift then at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you'd like to get an extra copy, or copies to give to family and friends, or even for a Bible study, just to ask about that when you call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And don't forget to check out our Great Stories podcast, where we have the uncut interview with Cambridge scholar and Christian theologian, as well as a renowned poet, Malcolm Geit. We have a longer version from what we shared on the program earlier this week, which I think would encourage you to listen to. So before we meet up with Andrea Herzer, 
I want us to take a few moments to hear a song. It has a powerful title, and I hope it resonates with you. It's called Even If the Healing Doesn't Come. Sometimes all we have to hold on to Is what we know is true of who you are So when the heartache hits like a hurricane That could never change who you are We trust Welcome to Haven Today. This is Christians You Should Know. It's a series that we do from time to time. Haven't done it in a while. And we've had a great week this week. And uh, we have a special guest with us today. I know her parents. Her father is a medical doctor, specialist, worked out of the University of Miami. And her stepmom, I'll let her tell that story if we have time, who raised her, is actually helps with the administrative side of a large church in South Florida as well. So, that out of the way, Andrea Herzer, who's coming to us from Texas, by the way, today, where she lives. Welcome to Haven Today. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be on here talking with you today. Well, I've heard a lot about you. And... I decided I wanted to have you on when your father sent me a book that you wrote that was just released this summer, Incurable Faith. Now, we've we've had an amazing week. We've had people on who were coping with fires, uh, storms. Uh, we had a woman on a couple of days ago who is bound to a wheelchair because of cerebral palsy. Andrea, <coughs> you've struggled for decades uh, you have been struggling this summer, and don't apologize if you start coughing again, because that's just part of your story. Um, yes. Tell us about the last few decades and what it's like to have something that you just can't get over. Well, lingering health issues 
are a ch challenge that many people face. I'm not alone in this. And yes. but when I first began uh, being beset by really debilitating challenges, I was a young mom. This was over 20 years ago. It was shortly after the birth of our third child. And I went from being really active in my church and Bible studies and, and um, scouting and, and being involved with my children's schools and, and just everything that moms rejoice over doing, mm -hmm. right? All, all the things that um, using my gifts and talents in, in the way that, that God directed me, which was uh, in my church and in my family. And I went from that to being bedridden unable to to get up on a lot of days and my body felt like it was breaking down one piece after another i ended up um having surgeries and infusions and uh was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and interstitial cystitis i can't even say and... that andrea that's amazing <laughs> i know okay <laughs> it's a complicated uh disease sure. but a lot of mostly women have it uh, so I was going to urologists and uh, OBGYN surgeons and rheumatologists and neurologists. And as I pursued healing, I wanted to get back to my old way of life. So I ordered everything on the medical menu mm -hmm. because I was hungry mm -hmm. for healing. Mm -hmm. But pursuing healing more than I was pursuing my healer, and submitting to him in these things taught me that an unhealthy fixation with my broken body was only breaking me further. And I knew that Jesus gives abundant life, but I wasn't living it because I was anxious and I was afraid and uh, my joy, I, I just didn't find. So as I began really searching scriptures and applying the things I was learning. I started writing and that's when I began about 16 years ago to write my book, uh, Incurable so Faith. So Incurable Faith actually was not something you, you just decided six months ago or a year ago you were going to write. This comes out of your life of, of what the Lord has led you through for 20 years then. It comes out of 10 to 12 journals filled with the lessons that the Lord was teaching me, very vulnerable and real things. For instance, uh, unhealthy coping mechanisms. When we're in pain and we're isolated by illness, we can tend to maybe watch, for me, I'll speak for myself, we can watch shows that maybe we wouldn't have watched before illness struck just to fill mm. the loneliness and the boredom. Mm. And we can over shop online or some people, this wasn't, this wasn't my thing, but I say this with grace. Some people might overfill themselves with medications and maybe just want to sleep because they don't want to wake up to the reality of, of chronic pain and chronic pain and being bedridden. It's a challenge and it's isolating, but I learned can I, can I share sure. a story about a time no, sure. when I was better? Yes, yeah, I talk about this in the book. So one day I was just lying there. And as I turned over to kind of try and sink into the soft mattress, 
I realized that I needed to sink my thoughts into the comfort of worship, just like my my bed was so comfortable and I was surrendering to it. I needed to surrender my heart into worship. So I just laid there and I started saying, Lord, you are good. You are powerful. You are mighty. You are my savior. You're my redeemer. You're my healer and my friend. And as the praise rose from my lips, it ignited joy mm. in my heart. And that, that joy of the Lord strengthens us. And so as I rest there, I still go through times like this. And as I surrender my body to the foundation of my mattress, I remember that the Lord is my foundation. And when I surrender myself completely to him, then I receive the rest mm. that my soul longs mm. for. You know, Andrea, I, the number one prayer request we get from people who listen to the program is pray for my child. Uh, they're not walking with the Lord. They don't know the Lord. The number two prayer request, and I know this because at our daily prayer meeting at 11 a.m. every day, people write in about their physical issues that they've had or someone they love who's going through a physical problem. 20 years is a long time. And then to top mm. it off, this summer you got COVID and then that led to pneumonia. And you're still being affected by that as well because your immune system is compromised. Yes. Um, you must have had in these times anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, not just the physical illness. How did the Lord, you told us one story a minute ago, and that's all right. You just coughed. You can cough again if you need to, please. Uh, just tell us how the Lord continues to just reach into your heart. And I love the subtitle of your book, which is Devotions of Lasting Hope for Lingering Health Issues. How has the Lord been speaking to you? Share with us a little more on that. Yes, I, I actually have something that I wanted to share about my most recent bout with illness. But I should also back up to say that I've also been through cancer two times, advanced stage cancer. And I have a form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma that the doctors consider to be be incurable, but treatable. So this is something that I need to treat with biologics and chemo. And I just recently went through a season of that. And I also have an illness that is many people are not very familiar with called complex regional pain syndrome. And so I, you mentioned the young lady who was in a wheelchair and I have compassion for her because I was in a scooter and had to use a walker for mm. eight years with this mm. disease. So just because you have one illness doesn't exempt you from possibly being beset by other things. And it also doesn't exempt you from having family members who are sick. And sometimes people with illness also become caregivers at the same time. And, and I've had that in my life. But recently, I was so um, excited to share my testimony of God's goodness during health issues. And then I got COVID and which turned into pneumonia. And I also got a blood infection. So I ended up hospitalized. I was sick for over two months 
And during this time, as I began to recover, I was still bedridden, but my heart was burning within me to serve the Lord. And so I was reminded of Romans 12, 11, which says, never be lacking in mm -hmm. zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. And when I think about fervor and zeal, I think of someone who has energy and is energetic. Mm -hmm. uh, but so how do you keep that spiritual fervor when you have no energy? And it helps to turn to the original Greek words there. And it helps to read it in context. So that's what I did. And what I learned is that fervor is to set your heart on something. And, and the original word means to boil mm -hmm. over. So as I laid there in bed, even though I didn't have energy, my heart was boiling over with the eagerness to serve God. And people who have been bedridden know what it is to boil over with a desire to be active. So how do we guard? This was the question I was asking myself just within the last few weeks is how do I guard my spiritual fervor during seasons of sickness? And the Lord showed me that the answer is in the very next verse. And it's familiar to a lot of us. Romans 12, 12 is be joyful mm. in hope, patient in affliction, mm. faithful in prayer. And we can do those things from a hospital mm. bed from a, a rehab, from a sick bed. Being joyful in hope doesn't mean that we pretend our lives aren't challenging or that we diminish our difficulties. It actually means that we have confident trust as we rejoice and remember God's grace in our circumstances. Those are the things I'm thinking about well, recently. None of us with illnesses really like to talk about our illnesses. And yet the Lord gives us these things, just like he gave the Apostle Paul, just the words that you just shared with us by the Apostle Paul were coming out of his thorn in the side, even though he talks about that in another place. The fact is, we can still serve the Lord. We can love the Lord. We can shine his glory and reflect his glory to others, even when we're in a sick bed. And that's what you've been doing. And that's so encouraging to me, and I hope it is to many people listening right now to the program, Andrea. I think one thing that we need to remember is that our gifts that the Lord gives us, they're irrevocable. And so we still have spiritual gifts, and we still have a calling. And sometimes, you know, when I was in the hospital, maybe I'm not fulfilling my calling in the way that I'd like. I, I'm not you know, speaking with people or teaching or, or using my gift of encouragement. But when I change my perspective, it helps me to use those gifts in the way that God has appointed. So for instance, I always make it a mission to get to know the nursing staff, mm -hmm. to bless them, to minister to them. And in this last time that I was in the hospital, there was a woman who was screaming she would just scream all through the day. And I reached out to a group of friends and I asked, hey, and do you know hmm. that very next day, it was silent. She didn't scream. And I actually worried. <laughs> no, and I actually worried because I was on the oncology wing. I worried that maybe she wasn't with us anymore. And I asked the nurse and they said, no, no, she's still well. here. But 
those prayers are powerful. And maybe the Lord allowed me to be in that hospital, in that next room, so that so that this dear woman, this precious woman who was in pain, so that she would have people praying mm. for her. So we just never know how the Lord will use us in these circumstances. That is so true. I could do two things at this point because our time is running short. One, I could have you pray, or two, which I think I'll opt for today. This is the question that I ask so many people who come on the program, especially with one of the Christians you should know. Andrea Herzer, what does Jesus mean to you? Mm. Jesus is my all in all. Jesus is my redeemer and my hope of healing. And especially during the moments when I have been isolated by illness and the body of Christ maybe hadn't upheld me in the ways that I would have wished. And everybody who's been sick for a long period of time has that story. So in those moments, Jesus is real to me. And I, I say in my book that it's one thing to watch a firefighter go off to a fire somewhere, but it's another thing entirely to see that firefighter coming to rescue mm -hmm. you when your house is aflame. Mm -hmm. And so when my body is on fire, and that's what having this um, complex regional pain feels like, it feels like a burning fire. Having the comfort of the Lord and having fellowship with him and worshiping him. It's like having that firefighter coming to rescue me. And he holds me so close that even the smoke can't get between <laughs> us. It's a sacred space of comfort. But what Jesus did on the cross, giving his life so that we could be redeemed and reconciled with God that gives me an eternal hope of healing and an eternal perspective about healing gives us the hope we need to continue the journey. Because I know whether, whether on earth or in heaven, my healing is already secured. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, the author of Incurable Faith, 120 Devotions of Lasting Hope for Lingering Health Issues, Andrea Herzer. Thank you for joining us on Haven Today, this day. Thank you, Charles. It's been a pleasure. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel, Lord, to give up. You are my all in I'm Charles Morris. We're closing out a series called Christians You Should Know. What a pleasure 
having Andrea Herzer on the program today. Her testimony and encouragement to us not to find happiness in our circumstances, or certainly in our possessions, but to find true, everlasting joy in Christ. This is important, whether we're sick or whether we're healthy, or rich or poor. It is only in Christ that we can have lives of unshakable joy. As we have to go in a minute, I want to remind you that we are a listener-supported ministry. And as our thanks for your gift that helps us reach more listeners around the world, I'd like to send you Robert Morgan's Then Sings My Soul. It's full of the backstories behind 150 hymns of the faith. The lyrics are rooted in God's Word, and the melodies help these truths sink deep into our hearts. And I believe this book is of great value and will help you spend devotional time with the Lord. Hopefully, it will encourage you to sing along the next time you hear one of these hymns. So may I invite you to visit our website right now and take a look at Then Sings My Soul by Robert Morgan. And then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And a reminder, this is a wonderful book to share with others, maybe even a Bible study group. Ask about multiple copies when you call us at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And if this program is regularly a blessing to you, may I invite you to become a Haven partner. That's someone who agrees to pray regularly and give automatically monthly to help us keep sharing Christ with others. Read about it when you go to our website, or you can also ask about becoming a Haven partner when you give us a call. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next week? When again, together, we'll be sharing the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It's a cynical world out there. Humans today are quite suspicious of anyone and anything. If someone is smiling, they must be hiding something. If someone is solemn, they're faking it. But there's something that can't be faked. Near the end of Philippians, Paul gives an interesting command. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. We're told to be joyful. We're not to be joyful just because we bought a new house or got a promotion. We're to be joyful in the Lord. It's a feeling that surpasses the good and the bad. It's knowing that whatever may come, Christ is still with us. This is a feeling we can't fake and a feeling no one can take away. Grow in your walk with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.